wise words. How you doing, buddy? Leslie, that was all for you, buddy. <laughs> all for you. I'm doing great, and you are looking good. I'm glad to see you, and uh, I'm excited about our show today. I'm excited about it too, Dave. I think this is this is going to be one that's going to make people think a little bit. But I think if you are rational about it and you really think about what we're talking about, I think you realize that we are, are really making a valid point. And I can't think of nobody better to address this subject than you. <laughs> I really can't. Um, for a multitude of reasons, but particularly because you embody, um, you you definitely embody a white man. Would you say that? You definitely embody that. Yeah, big body. And I'm I embody a, big body a white man. man. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's obvious. But I think I think beyond that, though, you embody somebody that can that is able to get outside of personal views or personal preferences of what their traditionalisms are, hear a different viewpoint. And if you agree with it or you think it's right, you're not afraid to stand on that. And I think that's what makes you unique. But I think there are a lot more people like you mm -hmm. in this world than we think and like me than we think, but they just don't have a voice or avenue. And that's yeah. why we're here, my friend, as black and white men talking to give them that avenue to let them know that they can do it too. That's that's exactly right, Leslie. I couldn't have said that any better because, uh, you know, when, when we talk and, and we show the world how we have come together and how we discuss things, and we agree to disagree on things, but we don't be disagreeable while we're doing it. We don't yell at each other. We don't get all mad and pout and all this or, or start saying things that are that are rude and, and obnoxious and unkind. We just say, hey, here's my opinion. Here's what I think. And here's the way I see things. And it's just it's just a matter of being respectful to one another, you know, as human beings, as men, you know, we're in this world together. Uh, and we need to work together because that's how we make each other better. So actually, I'm being selfish by uh, being your friend because I'm making <laughs> myself better. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing. So, Dave, I, I think we're going to talk about true American history today. And so a lot of our audience may be wondering what in the world is true American history? Because it's my personal belief. I don't think we actually teach true American history and so, Dave, I'm going to let you deal with this, and I'm just going to shut up and, and take notes and, and learn from you for the next several minutes as you break this down and unpack this. Well, I, 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 one guy I really admire a lot, I love Denzel Washington. I love a lot of his movies, and I've always enjoyed that. And I've heard him say this Black History Month, you know, he said, he said we should be, you know, trumpeting and celebrating, you know, Blacks all year round, and especially in our schools. I think um, I think there needs to be emphasis every month, okay, through the fall semester, through the spring semester, and and bring about uh, you know just the attention of uh, minorities, blacks, especially you think about our history of uh, as America as a nation, it's built with uh, black men, uh, Indians, Native Americans, and and white men. Essentially, that's the way it has come together. And then now uh, we also have uh, the Hispanic population too, but but predominantly it was it was the white men, the black men, and the uh, Native Americans. And one way I see that a lot of people like to learn is uh, through movies. They enjoy watching movies, and and we are actually learning 
three different ways people learn. They, they learn by uh, visual learning. They also have auditory learning, people that can hear things and learn that way. And then there's the kinesthetic learners that they have to do something and then it really sticks. And I think for a lot of people, visual uh, learning and also they can listen. Some of these movies that I've seen, I think should be played in the schools for history. Uh, every month. And and one that I watched here a few years ago, Hidden Figures, uh, about NASA and these young black women that were just mathematical geniuses. And they came in and helped our uh, our space program in a very significant way. And they overcome some major obstacles. Obstacles That needs to be a movie that needs to be shown. And those, those people highlighted because that's part of our history. That's a huge part. Okay. Um, of course, being a sports guy, remember the Titans. That's a Denzel Washington movie. That was uh, segregated schools in the Washington, D.C. area. I think it's Arlington, Virginia. Uh, I think it's where it was actually at. But, you know, that's that's a, a great movie. And, and most guys, we can relate to sports stuff. And then uh, another one I love is, is Glory Road. It was a basketball movie, Glory Road with uh, Josh Lucas. And, and he took an all black team and won the national title back in, and it was Texas, Texas Western. And now it's called UTEP university of Texas, El Paso. And he proved that you could use these black young men and, and work as a team and be real winners. And they are, and they were, and they, they broke a lot of barriers and they went through a lot of stuff. Um, a Hoosier uh, from, I'm from Indiana. So Madam CJ Walker, amazing movie. If you haven't seen that movie about her life, you need to watch that. And I think that is a movie that needs to be shown in our schools. And I believe if I'm correct, she was actually the first self-made millionaire, uh, female millionaire in America, not just black, not just black or white. I think she was the first self-made female millionaire. I believe she had, I think she was, I think she was, I yeah, think you're exactly right. That is, yeah. Tell me that is amazing. That is history. That is American history. And 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 I don't care whether she's a, a black woman or a white woman. She needs to be, you know, trumpeted and shown to our young women what you can do. And, and, and that's a great movie. Um, one that we had talked about in the past is, is another one is Green Book. OK, uh, Dr. Donald Shirley. I remember him. He was a phenomenal musician. He was a talented pianist and, and he would go through on a concert tour where he would play and he went through the south and he had a guy from uh, up around New York that protected him, kind of his bodyguard guy. And they become really good friends. And and uh, and, and they just those things need to need to come out. And, and you've got so many people in the, in the past. I tell you one guy I have always admired and loved, of course, is, is George Washington Carver, who actually started as a little slave baby and become one of the greatest inventors in American history. Hundreds and hundreds of inventions of the peanut and uses of the peanut and the sweet potato. Uh, just amazing man. Uh, Booker T. Washington who actually took, uh, you know, uh, an educated, an uneducated populace uh, of black people and really brought to the forefront how to, to train and educate them. And he started Tuskegee University or Tuskegee Institute at the time. Amazing man. That needs to be taught. OK, that needs to be a, a great, great movie. Uh, another one I have loved, a great orator in history was uh, Frederick Douglass. 
who was a slave, uh, got his freedom and become an official in the Washington, D.C. area. I don't know if he was like a sheriff or a, some type of a, a constable or something, but he had a very high position <clears throat> and he had been a slave and uh, and he served there in Washington, D.C. A tremendous story that needs to be told. Uh, Harriet Tubman, that was a movie that came out here uh, not too long ago about her courageous uh, efforts in with the Underground Railroad. And of course, with the Underground Railroad, you're talking about a lot of white people that they knew slavery was wrong and, and they were trying to get these slaves to the north where they could uh, be free. And actually, I know of a house here where my wife grew up uh, just a mile away from what which was a part of the Underground Railroad and really interesting. But that stuff, Harriet Tubman, we need to have that shown to our students in the schools. That's, that's just, you know, another one of those books. Um, another lady, I think, uh, Sojourner Truth, uh, she's a, an amazing lady, what she had done uh, in the past. I mean, there's so many, and I don't believe they're, they're ever taught in the schools, and I think that needs to be a part of American history because they played such vital roles, and they were never, you know, they weren't sure. Another one need to talk about is uh, the movie just came out uh, two or three years ago, Red Tails. It was about the, the, the flyers, the Tuskegee Airmen, okay? They took substandard airplanes. I mean, they took the worst of the worst and went out there and they fought for their country. And they finally earned the respect that they had bomber units that, that said, hey, we want the Red Tails to protect us when we go on bombing raids. We want them because they won't leave. They won't run and hide. And they were amazing. And yet they still haven't, I don't think, have gotten their full, you know, um, comeuppance. They should They should be uh, trumpeted and, and, and celebrated so many times. And movies like that, very simple, you know, uh, at least once a month, show one of those movies of those black heroes of America. Okay, and th and then we could go into, you know, Indians or Native <clears throat> Americans, you know, and I'm sure there's so many of those uh, that were heroes, and they did some some great things. But uh, I'm a lot more familiar with the Black uh, history and and what they did, and so and you could probably tell more, Leslie. Uh, you know, you talk about these uh, historically Black colleges and universities that, yeah. and and Tuskegee was one because. Uh, you know, they weren't allowed into white universities and colleges. That's so sad. And and yet they had to, to find a way and they did. And that makes them so courageous. Uh, uh, Jackie Robinson, another one. I mean, all these guys that broke these barriers, Hank Aaron, I remember watching him hit home run 713 or whatever it was, you know, these are people that overcome obstacles. They knew that they were going to get bloodied and beat up and they were going to get, you know, treated extremely poorly. And they went out and did it anyway. And they proved that, Hey, and they showed America, uh, you know, that what they were doing was wrong and they need to be celebrated in our schools, not just one month of, of the year. That's, that's silly. That's just one white guy's opinion, excuse me, but I I've read a lot of books by all these people, you know, about all these people. And, and it's sad that we're not doing that more and more in, in our, in our schools. Listen, you know, 
that's why I really agree with you, Dave. I think we have to teach American history because here's the thing, right? Um, HBCUs, most of majority of them, were founded by black ministers and white philanthropists and were established throughout the South to educate the free slaves. Okay. Yes. There's still more, there used to be more, there's still more than a hundred. There's 107 that still exist today. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize there were that many. There's 107 that still exist, exist today. And so, you know, when we think about, and a lot of people don't know that they don't know the history of HBCUs and why they're so important and, and kind of how that happened. So throughout the first half of the 20th centuries, you know, black colleges really thrive. HBCUs really thrive and they attracted the top black students, the top yes. black athletes, right? The best and the brightest minds. Yes. At that time, because we were not able to go anywhere else. Okay. Yes. So when you think about that, um, Howard, Morehouse, Spelman, and Tuskegee, these schools, right, trained the lion's share of the nation's black doctors and lawyers and dentists and teachers. That's right. Right. That's right. My school that I'm alumni of, Jackson State University, was initially founded as a school that pr produced teachers. Right? Okay. So, you know, we can have a whole nother a dissecting or breaking down of, of HBCUs on a separate show where we go really, really deeper to understand the sure. history, why they're so important. And then some of what we call the, the institutional racism that they, that still keeps them locked in. Cause when you say, wow, they were founded then, why haven't they grown? And how is it that their counterparts are, are, are what we call PWIs, so it's HBCUs, Historically Black Colleges and Universities, and then predominantly white, PWIs called PWIs, predominantly white universities. How is it that you can have, I can take my state, for example, Mississippi, where I'm from, and I can take, you know, uh, so Alcorn University was the first ever land-grant college mm. uh, uh, that was given, and they were founded first. And don't you know that uh, they were founded and created before Mississippi State? Wow. And Ole Miss at the time was only, only taking the elite. So they created, they produced doctors and lawyers and right. And heard right. So when Alcorn was founded and created a land grant college to educate the agriculture age and industrialists and those those students white folks in mississippi that were not of that elite population that regular middle class and lower middle class said where's our school because they couldn't go to old miss yes and so yeah. mississippi state was created for them now oh, get this. Right? yeah now mississippi state was created after them and I'll have to, you know, research and break down all the facts. It was created after them, but by legislature appropriation, Mississippi State from day one was automatically appropriated more money than Alcorn was, even though it had been in existence many years before. Is that right? And that stuff still exists today to the yeah. tune of the fact that 
I just, if you watch the legislature in Mississippi right now, right? So we just, we're watching the legislative session. So the state, Jackson State University has put in a request before they, because it has to go through the legislature because we're state funded school to get our own water system so that we would not be susceptible to the situation going on in Jackson because so that our students would be protected. Right. This is the fifth time they've tried. And this has been going on since the 80s and 90s, even when I was in school. So this is the... Now, keep in mind, every other school, including smaller schools and junior colleges, some junior colleges have their own water system. Right. That the state right. has paid for, right? Jackson State also put in a request for a new dorm to be built because we've been having rapid growth. So did Ole Miss, so did Mississippi State. Mississippi and Ole Miss, Mississippi State and Ole Miss were granted theirs. Jackson State was denied theirs. Jackson State was also denied the water system. Water system. Are right. you serious? And water. now, <laughs> if you go back and you look <laughs> at why water is so pivotal, war is not water is not considered a luxury. Water is actually considered a need. Yes. It's one of the basic essentials of life. Yes. You can survive longer without food than you can without water. Oh, yes. And yes. so to be denied a basic human right, not once, not twice, not three times a lady, not four, <laughs> but now five times sends a clear message of what we're dealing with. Yeah. See, and that's the kind of stuff that I wish the media would truly dig into and say, okay, here's what's happened here. Here's what's happened here. Show us the truth and let us make our own mind up. I, you know, whether it's good or bad, uh, let us make up our own mind, but show us the facts. Right. Go in there like you just recounted and said, okay, wait a minute. Since the eighties, this has been a battle. And then just show all the other schools that have gotten their water systems and gotten everything upgraded and taken care of and then say, no, okay, now where is the problem here? Why, why has Jackson State been, you know, denied over and over and over again? There's, there's, there's got to be a reason. And it, somebody's got a burr in their saddle and, and they've got a problem with, you know, Jackson State for some reason. I don't know what it is, but that needs to come to light. And that's where the media should be able to find that kind of stuff and, and just trumpet it from the mountaintop and say, wait a minute this is wrong. You know, that's, that's just a blatant, like you said, water. Okay. It's the basic essentials of life. And do we really want to help our young people? Okay. They got to have food, water, clothing, shelter, and let's give them the best education we can. Okay. That's the basics, right? I just, stuff like that just frost my pumpkin. I just, I have no use for that kind of stuff. I don't care who you are. That's always been a, a, a uh, just a you know a thorn in my side seeing stuff well, like that injustice i don't like injustice now i don't like people saying oh i've been offended or i'm i'm you know i've been treated wrongly well show me the facts if you have then let's go to battle together you know what i'm saying and you got the facts yeah you know and here's the thing like a lot of people don't realize this but When it comes to the state of Mississippi, Jackson State is the only public four-year school that's in the capital city. 
Okay. So a lot of this. <laughs> yeah, why, you know, I, I don't. Uh, I don't get that. I mean, why? It should be obvious. You know, I mean, there's got to be a trail somewhere. That, oh, that, there is. Look, we just don't have time to go down that road, Dave. <laughs> but, but trust me, one day there's a trail. But Even that's where the media. They the fall down. That, in Mississippi, the way the colleges pick their presidents, they don't. They they have a separate governing body called the Institution of Higher Learning that picks their presidents. So, so they're a puppet. Yeah, they're public. Oh. But it's um, <laughs> when you go back and study. I mean, there have been four attempts um, made by AHL to merge Jackson State with Ole Miss. And really? to make it the University of Mississippi at Jackson, it's been it's it's been four that I know of. Um, okay, that I've researched, um, and then alumni rallied and blocked it every time. But the the fact of the matter is that land, right, to be in the capital city, yes, is is, is prices, right? So, yeah. what you see going on now is a huge fight. Uh, the federal government has come through and done what they need to do to appropriate serious money to help fix the Jackson water crisis, but the state of Miss, the way federal funding works, mm -hmm. it goes, it, it can't, they can't give the money directly to the city of Jackson. It has to go to the state and be ear, in this earmark for Jackson. Then the state has to give it to Jackson. Well, the state is trying to create, the legislature right now is trying to create a new law that will block, that will allow them to not give that money to Jackson for the water. Gosh. So unless Jackson was to turn over control of the water to the state. Yeah. I, so you see, you see how this, yeah, man. Yeah. It, it, and that's the kind of stuff I just think when people know history, I'm not running from it. We're not yeah. trying to run from history. We're just saying, if you just know the facts, if you know the yeah. facts, then you can make your own decision. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a decision for you, but I do want you to know the facts because we all know yeah. the media puts out what they want to put out. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Some of the truth, part of the truth and sometimes none of the yeah. truth, but Hey, yeah. You know, and I always say this, Leslie, the truth is always the truth, no matter who says it or who believes it. Right. It's always the truth. And I'm not talking about bringing up somebody that, that really didn't overcome these issues in the past. <clears throat> we want to inspire our young people. Okay. And I don't care who it is in the past that, that did these things. Let's use these stories like Frederick Douglass, you know, like Madam C.J. Walker. Let's show what these these ladies with NASA did and, and show let them be inspired because not only did they overcome. I, well, not only did they invent certain things or they achieved amazing heights. OK, they did it by overcoming obstacles that were put in their way purposefully. You know, maybe it's like this Jackson State thing. You know, there are hurdles that are in front of them that and you're having to overcome them and it's just it's maddening and it's silly but these well, are stories from the past that need to be told i just and the only reason why i even bring it up i just want people to be informed of the facts because i get a lot of things sometimes people will say well why you know why haven't hbcus done this or why haven't black people done this or why haven't and that's great and i'm and i welcome that conversation sure. but in order to answer that I have to give you the other information. Yes. Right. I can't just because you have to know what else is at play that's preventing 
or that has gotten in the way and created an obstacle to that. You have to know it. And so it's yeah. kind of like saying, uh, you know, you don't know somebody's medical situation. You walk up and say, man, why have you gained all that weight? And then right. come to find out because of their own medication got steroids that makes them gain a lot of weight, but right. it's saving their life. Or they got yes, yes, or they you got a thyroid you, issue. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't you can't do that. Right. Or else you'll feel real stupid real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think uh, now mine's not that problem. I mean, mine's because of eating a McDonald's too much and, and not not getting yeah. off my uh, well, having trouble getting from the uh you know, my recliner to the kitchen, you know, that's the only real exercise. Oh, yeah, mine too. I mean, I'm, I'm in that same boat, which, but we're going to fix that day. We're yeah, about to fix that's that. right. I, but I can't blame anybody, you know, for my right. issues and stuff, but yeah, be careful about how we, we judge and condemn and criticize people uh, when we don't have the facts. You know what, Dave, I think why I love talking to you so much and why I love the, what we're doing here is because I even work on myself to try not to judge how another person think because I got to hear from them. I got to understand the mm -hmm. whole story. I understand yeah. there are three parts to a story, man. There's the precept, the concept, and the postcept. And if you don't have all three, <laughs> you really can't make a good decision. So yeah. I understand that once I'm only getting part of that story until I talk to the person, hear them out, and then I can make an intelligent uh, yeah. decision or observation. I can't make that without listening to you. Right. right. And so right. like, that's just a, somebody sent me a clip and said, Dave said, Leslie's fat. Okay, <laughs> great. Now I got to go back and look at that whole clip to see what the context of that conversation was. Then I got to call Dave and talk to Dave and say, Dave, all right, what to explain it to me. Yeah. And I bet you once I do that, I'm going to have a whole different understanding of what he said. Because what you probably didn't say, the clip just cut out the part where he said, Leslie fat. But if you go back and look at the part that they didn't cut out, it said that Dave and Leslie have agreed they both fat and they got to do something about it. <laughs> See, and, and, See? and that's where people are just misconstruing or, 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 or stirring up the truth to make it sound as bad as they can and create issues between us. Right. And, and, and if we're open minded and we respect each other enough, we will go in and find the facts and then make up, make our mind up and make our decision. And then we're better men because of it. Dave, I couldn't say it better. And that's why we invite you to join Black and White Men Talking. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and, uh, um, uh, Breaker FM. Wherever you find your podcast, you can find us. You can also find us on YouTube, Black and White Men Talking. Also at podcast.blackandwhitemantalking.com. What's coming uh, down the pipe in the future, in a few weeks, we're going to be taking this show live where you'll be able to get involved in the conversation, have live, pop in live questions and dialogue with us. In the future, we're going to add the call-in show where you'll be able to call in and we can kind of help you navigate starting your own group with Black and White Men Talking, just talking through conversations. Mm -hmm. um, and again, we're going to screen you and vet you out because we're looking for people that I don't mind you disagreeing, but as Dave says all the time, we're not dealing with anybody that wants to be disagreeable because there's no solutions that can be found in that place. We're all about solving problems and making each other better people. And so if you want to do that, then we welcome you to join us. And until next time, this is it for Dave and Leslie in another episode of Black and White Men Talking. Have an amazing day. <laughs>